0: hello everybody Zen Parenting Radio welcome back my name is Todd Adams
1: this is Kathy Adams
0: and we are here for another episode yes of Zen Parenting Radio and we're gonna break from traditional formatting and um, we're gonna go through this book
1: well are we really breaking from traditional formatting
0: yeah because usually um, I don't know maybe
1: not well the reason I thought that it would be fun to do this book Todd ordered this book the other day um, and it's the book is called if and it's a book of questions and they've been around a long time you probably have some laying around in your house i actually said to todd after it came in the mail we have some of these in our basement
0: and thrifty got mad at himself (laughs) for not checking that out before we did it
1: he actually spent more money than he needed to but that's
0: 10 bucks i'll never see again
1: but you know what you know what the 10 bucks led to this topic talking about this book and what we want to do is ask each other these questions. I mean, it's a huge book of questions. There's no way we're going to get through a few of them. But why I thought it leads to good family relationships and parenting, et etc., is because you know, sometimes we're with our significant other and we think, oh, we know everything we need to know about them. Mm-hmm. Or we kind of stop at a certain place of knowing them, like I know enough about them. But these kind of questions help us open up new areas of awareness and helps us get to know each other better and maybe surprises us and gives us more information about each other. And I also think that these kind of questions are fun to do with kids, mm-hmm. um, some of the questions in these book may be way over their head, but really basic things like right. you know, what do you wish that you know, what body part do you wish that you could change or have be different, and you learn something about your your child through that process. Or... So this
0: isn't this isn't necessarily just for um, couples. This could be for families, families or kids or what you know. It's I thought the, the when I got it, I thought oh, this would be good for road trips, right when we're just kind of zoning out or whatever. But um, this would be good for road trips, but it'd be good for the dinner table too.
1: Exactly. It's like a good, or, you know, family night or exactly dinner table. You know, someone gets to read the question and we all have to answer it. I think it just brings a new level of awareness where we're being interested in each other because sometimes that's where things get boring and kind of numbed out is when we stop being interested and we think we know everything there is to know.
0: Well, and to bring it into Zen, um is it? I don't know what the definition is, and is everybody has their own definition. But I think we might even surprise ourselves on how we answer. So it's not necessarily a window of you. Kind of looking at me differently. It's me looking at myself differently. Exactly,
1: and our and I'm saying our, but my definition of Zen and what you got, what you and I have discussed is enlightenment through self contemplation and intuition. So and this awareness. book is perfect for that. Exactly. So it's it's for personal, mm-hmm. it's for partner, mm-hmm. and it's for family.
0: So we're hitting the big three. So
1: is it really breaking from format? No,
0: this is not breaking yes. from format at all.
1: It's just right on track.
0: So we're brought to you by Avid Company. I have to throw them in there. Yep and I want to, I say we jump right in.
1: Okay, you ask me first. Okay,
0: I'm going to Okay, ask you so first.
1: basically what we're doing is we picked some questions, and I'm kind of, I just looked, so mine are going to be super random, and we don't know what we picked for each other, so we're going to be totally on the spot.
0: Yeah, this is complete authenticity, and I may not even have answers for the questions same, you're about to ask. Same,
1: and you know what? There's some honesty in that. That's right. There's so, nothing wrong. Okay. So
0: here we go. Okay. Uh, question number one. If you could... Um, if you had to lose one of your five senses, mm. uh, which one would you lose? And now, first, I gotta know what the five senses are: smell, oh, touch, geez. hear,
1: hearing, tasting,
0: tasting, and seeing.
1: Seeing. Oh, that's so hard. Um, I want to say the first thing that came in my mind was taste because i would want to keep my eyesight Mm -hmm. and i I would like to be able to hear and you know touch is super important to me but then i think there's a connection between taste and smell i might be getting too literal here i think
0: there is i remember i had a bad cold one time and it was a really good pizza place and it tasted terrible and it's i realized afterwards it's because i couldn't smell it
1: and there's such a pleasure in eating Mm -hmm. that it would be really sad to lose that ability it just seems like the, the way that I look at it is it would be, I could get through life, um, I could get through life with missing any of them, but it would I could get through life easier missing taste, meaning my everyday would probably go on, I would just be missing that pleasure.
0: So taste is your answer? Um,
1: I think so. That's what came to my mind first. I
0: know I'm only allowed to ask one question, but I'm going to do one follow-up sure. question. If you can keep only one sense, so you, all the other four are gone what would you
1: keep? Oh, gosh. I think I would keep my, gosh, would it be sight or hearing? Because I kind of go back and and forth. Like the things that inspire me, some of the things that inspire me are things I look at, but so much of it is what I hear. I think I'd go with hearing.
0: So hearing would be a, yeah, I mean, get around. We'll get you one of those seeing eye dogs.
1: But you know what? On the flip side of that, I want to say seeing because I, um, you know, you can, the communication of sign language is really interesting to me. And I think it's kind of a world all of its own. Okay. And that would be interesting also.
0: One answer. <laughs> I,
1: I, I, this is hard. I think I would keep my eyesight and not, and lose my hearing Okay. because you can feel beat, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't hear it, but you, people who um, are deaf can hear. So they can beat. hear a
0: bass drum. Exactly. And all that stuff.
1: Or so I've been told. Okay. So, okay. There it is. All right. You ready for yours? I
0: am ready. Okay. I am on the hot, si- okay. hot seat.
1: Hot seat. Okay. Your first one is if you could change one of your personality traits, what would it be? Numbness. Is that a personality trait?
0: I don't know. Um, I, I just, just, too low key. There's not enough things that bother me and there's not enough things that make me completely excitable.
1: So the personality trait you would change would be you yeah. would want more ebb and flow in your emotional. Yeah,
0: some, some higher highs and some lower lows. And I don't even know if that's a personality trait but I thought that was a pretty good answer because I didn't even think about it.
1: No, you didn't. Well, that's been kind of your thing for I, a long time. I
0: wonder if, as we go this half hour if your answers are going to be like 10 minutes long and I just <laughs> kind of say it and it's your turn again.
1: Well, you know, this is actually really fun as we're doing this because this is so you know me, like I have to think through these kind of things so deeply and there's never a simple answer. I I see everything in gray and I mean that in the best way. Like I don't see things black and white. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I could go there. I could do this and, and it's a beautiful thing, but it also causes me to have to really process through things
0: for some reason, a memory just popped into my brain, uh-huh. which is whenever we're at a friend's house and we have a nice fun dinner or family gathering with the friend, and you're like, okay, it's time to go literally twenty five minutes will go <laughs> by before you walk out the door and when I say it's time to go i'm I'll say bye." And then I will leave.
1: I know. I think language is the barrier there because when I say it's time to go, what I really mean is it's time to start thinking about leaving, packing up, processing. So
0: from now on, I need you to say (laughs) it's time to start thinking about maybe... possibly leaving at some point in the next half hour. i know
1: but you know what i don't know if that's a feminine trait. i think it's a
0: male female thing but do you think I, it is I, I could be mistaken you I don't know,
1: know i don't usually want to go you know if i'm somewhere and i'm having then why fun don't,
0: then why don't we just stay a little because longer i
1: could never just go okay pop up and go i'm I challenging do you
0: one of these days to say like if we're at chris and manisha's house <laughs> say it's time to go and we say goodbye and we put our shoes on and our coats i and think we that leave. would
1: be impossible virtually impossible i can't think of a time that i've left a friend's house and really been out of things to say like we're always usually like okay i have 10 more stories like manisha and i and laura and i do is to write things down mm-hmm. that we need you know like oh i gotta remember yeah. to tell you and this. i'll have a long
0: weekend with my friends golfing and i'll run out of things to say the first 20 minutes <laughs> say okay so your kids are good and how's your golf game and, and how's your fantasy football team we're clear. and doctor <laughs>
1: okay ask me another question oh uh
0: i have nothing i have a bunch written here so i'll try to pick something different okay um you can you're on a desert island okay and you could have one famous person oh, to um hang with
1: dead or alive
0: um let's start with dead
1: albert einstein
0: Albert Einstein. Anyone know
1: why? Tell me. Two reasons, because he's the first person who came in my mind. Number one, because the more I've read about this man, he's a deeply spiritual man. This oh, really? man is, he um, He understood the scientific, the, the laws of energy and the laws of, what else did Albert, the laws of physics? What did he? The theory of Theory, theory of, of relativity. relativity. He understood all of that, and he was able to kind of break it down into a science, but the truth was he understood energy, and he understood how we're all connected and our oneness. And so where some people call that spirit, he just understood that as a fact. And so when I read his quotes, and I used to think, oh, Albert Einstein, he was a genius. He was just, you know, in that world. He was actually – he walked that line between – you know, having our feet on the ground and, you know, science and that spiritual awareness of oneness. And I think that is the balance that we're all trying to, you know, to look for. So, and not, not to mention that he's a genius. So he'd probably get us off the island.
0: Yeah. He's a smart guy. Is, uh, has, does it have anything to do with his hair? (laughs) No. What was with that hair? He
1: just, he, that was, he didn't care. No, I mean, I haven't talked to him. Actually,
0: um, he used to, um, have the same suits, um, he had like would have 20 suits in a closet, the exact same color, the exact same everything, because he didn't want to expend any extra mental energy on deciding to wear a different so type of suit. So interesting. Yeah, he's kind of a weird cat. You
1: used to be like that. You had a lot of white t-shirts. What am I wearing right now? White <laughs> <My t-shirts>. t <laughs> <laughs> I love white t-shirts. I know, but now you've added some color in, but you used to wear extra large white t-shirts right. like every day. I've
0: downgraded to large.
1: Yeah, yeah. and now you're wearing large and you, you've added some color. I'm
0: large and I am in charge. You are in charge. All right, your turn.
1: Oh. I don't have mine ready, so say something smart.
0: Um, I am an awesome fantasy football player.
1: (laughs) Are you really? No. You guys haven't picked yet, have you?
0: We're going to draft in just a few short weeks. Okay.
1: This is kind of just a fun one, so you're going to have to think about it. If we had to leave our children in the care of someone famous. Okay.
0: Oh, there's more. Famous. Famous.
1: Who, what famous person or family would you choose?
0: Um, it wouldn't be Super Nanny Lady. <laughs> okay. Because she's a little too structured.
1: Famous? Well, I guess she is famous she's in a reality a TV kind show. of way. Yeah.
0: Um, somebody famous. Who is famous that I would entrust my children? How about the Obamas? They seem like they've got oh, their stuff that's together. A
1: great... Answer. Yeah,
0: and got multicultural stuff going on. Their whole and
1: family is multicultural. Interracial stuff. Yeah, he's got his family is like the the most diverse nation in itself.
0: I gotta say, I'm hitting these answers out of the park right you now. You
1: are. I like that answer. I am, you know what came to my mind? Ooh. I know I'm not supposed to answer. I I was looking at uh, looking through that, and <laughs> Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner came into my head.
0: Well, Jennifer Garner was a good mom in uh, Juneau.
1: Yeah, maybe that's why. And I also, and they're a little too in the spotlight, and I wouldn't want my children in the spotlight, but there's something very low-key about them where she's like at the park and doing their thing, and her daughter's not dressed up in fancy clothes, and they're just kind of who they are. And I just saw a picture of them at at a parade. And, you know, since it's not like I'd want to leave my kids with them, really, but if I had to answer famous, they just seem really down to earth. And Ben Affleck's pretty hot, too.
0: (laughs) Um, Almost as hot as me true very close almost close almost second almost. and marky mark
1: and marky mark you're a yes. big fan of mark i am mark. i am
0: um and One, he's got
1: four children too maybe i'd leave him with mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he's
0: got his stuff yeah, together um does. follow-up question from my last question the desert island question yes um alive who would you want to be and uh, no family nobody you know it's gotta be somebody you never met the
1: first person who comes into my head which i have no idea why Can I i'm guess? rolling with it yes bill clinton no. i That's not the first person, even though I think I would enjoy his company. I think
0: you would, too. And I
1: think people are making jokes in their head right, right now, now about that answer. Or maybe
0: not in their head. Maybe out loud. <laughs> He'd make a move on you pretty quick.
1: <laughs> so they say. But you He's got a
0: pretty strong libido.
1: So they say. All
0: right. So who would it be?
1: Um, I, Madonna was the first person who came into my mind. She might drive me crazy I after think, an hour. Yeah,
0: I think she'd drive you crazy. But
1: I think she would be very interesting to talk to. I think. Oh, Duh.
0: Lady Gaga. Oprah. Oh, Oprah.
1: Oprah's who I'd want to be with. Okay. Or maybe Eckhart Tolle.
0: Or Eckhart. Yeah, that's a good answer.
1: Um Eckhart. there is or you know, I just I got nice. another one. You've
0: just answered six different people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: want to be with Marianne Williamson oh
0: yeah she'd be good
1: I think that just the conversations oh my gosh I mean I could go on and on there's so many people I'd like to sit down and talk with but so scrap Madonna
0: no Madonna because I
1: think she'd drive me crazy after a while I I think
0: think, she'd drive you crazy after 22 minutes I think
1: she came back into my head because we watched truth or dare the other night and so I was thinking about how much she used to inspire me and Mm -hmm. I actually saw her in concert and you know all this kind of stuff but she's really I don't think that as much anymore I think that either Oprah or Marianne Williamson
0: okay okay um, all right so I just asked you a question okay. I think it's is, is it my turn I don't know you go ahead
1: I, I no it's your turn is I asked you turn? the famous um,
0: okay. question um, um, let's see uh, st- 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 st-
1: should I be saying something smart while you're yeah, looking for yeah say something for, smart um, oh I got it oh, okay, okay. Good. so <laughs> <couldn't
0: come> <laughs> way to do it <laughs> author of two books can't come up with something smart all right Um. if you had to stop Aging at any point in your life up to now, so you are forty, right? As of today, right? So um, today is my birthday. Today is your birthday, yes. So zero to forty. If you had to, if you stopped aging at any point between zero and forty, what age? Where would you be?
1: Okay, I'm going to choose an age because we're playing, Mm -hmm. but I want to say I don't ever want to stop aging because I I know you want me to come up with a good solid answer. Twenty-seven.
0: 27. That's how old Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix all died at. They were all 27. Chris Farley,
1: right? No, he was 32. He was Jim Belushi or yeah. John Belushi. There's a 13.
0: few other people that died when they're 27. There's
1: something about 27 where I felt very. Um, Well, first of all, you and I started dating at 27. We dated in college, but then...
0: All goes back to when we started dating.
1: (laughs) Well, that's part of it, maybe, but I just felt very together. Mm -hmm. Like, I, for my 20s, because most of my 20s, I was not together. I was Mm -hmm. kind of all over the place. And at 27, I felt like things started to really gel, and I started to really... um, have fun, and you and I started dating, and my my world started to open up, and my future started to grow in a Mm -hmm. different way. My career was changing. I was in grad school to become a therapist. It was just a really interesting time. Now, I've had a million interesting times since then. But
0: that's what popped up. That's
1: what popped up, though.
0: Can I answer that question? Please. I would say seven.
1: I'm not surprised.
0: I should have made you guess.
1: I thought you'd say nine.
0: No, nine's too old, but seven, you're still young enough to be to free all you do is go out and play with your friends yeah like your whole world is going out and playing like you suffer through school and then as soon as school's over you're playing with your friends until you have to have dinner and then hopefully you can play with your friends some more
1: yeah and then you wake up and go play with your friends
0: yeah and then you eat all about playing I know. Yeah, I love playing. Well,
1: see, and we should take a uh, a note from that because I agree with you. Like, I've been riding my bike a lot lately, mm-hmm. and I've been having those sensations of being a kid where I rode my bike everywhere. I've been having those feelings and those smells, like going on the prairie path here in Elmhurst, like how it used to smell when you were outside, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. And that is so childhood. I mean, it just brings back these great memories of freedom. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something as adults we forget about is that, free, that feeling of freedom where we impose a lot of things things on ourselves, but it's all not true. Right. We make it all up. Right. You know, we, we have to do this. We should do this. This is the way that life is. Those are all stories. We can really make decisions on how we want to live our life. We just, we bind ourselves and children don't. They're free.
0: Plus when you're seven, the, the homework doesn't kick into high gear. right? Of course, now, now I does. think it's a little different because our kindergartners have homework I know. and a lot of it.
1: Everything as as people say it simply, what you used to do in first grade, you now do in kindergarten. Everything's backed up, and it's probably going to keep going backwards because we're so crazy. We're we're confused about education, I think. which w- yeah, we will do a show on that sometime because I have very strong opinions about that, as okay. I know you do too. Okay, um, okay. So now back to me. Um, here it is. If you could have been told one thing that you weren't told when you were a teenager. What would you have liked to have heard
0: um, I don't know, Let's see. I would like to have heard, mm, quit worrying so much
1: would that have really cut- kept you from worrying though like well, I guess what you're trying to say is quit worrying what
0: quit worrying, life is good, just chill out and relax, yeah, but I don't know if I would have listened
1: right. So what is the truth that you would like have liked to have heard? It may not have been able to come from your parents. It may have been a more deeper spiritual truth. It may have been something, like, what would you have liked to have known as a teenager? That, that
0: I, I now know? Yeah. Oh, I don't Which know. Which may be a different question. Yeah, but... I think that's a different question. I don't know if I can put that into words, at least not off the cuff right okay. now. So. Maybe that's another boring answer.
1: Well, no. You know, one thing I thought of was... I I just remember,
0: because that's high school time. What did you say? What was the question? 16?
1: Um, It's teenager. Teenager. If you could have been told one thing you weren't told when you were a teenager, what would you have liked to have heard? I
0: can't answer that question with any eloquence, but all I can say is my teenage years, I think in general, are just very, very difficult. Yeah. And I just remember, I mean, I was adjusted, you know, normal kid, but... You know, you're you're stuck in between trying to stay up to speed with your friends who may be going in a bad direction and you're not old enough to really think for yourself independently. It's just a very awkward, strange time.
1: It is. And and that's kind of the whole point of it. And mm. I think the teenage years blend into the 20s because I think that's what the 20s are about too, is really just spreading your wings and figuring out who you want to be and who you don't want to be. And you have to have experiences that are negative to figure that out. But I
0: feel like in your 20s, you have the ability to spread your own wings. Whereas in your teenage years, you're still under your parents' house and all well, that other stuff.
1: And you know, one thing I wish I would have uh, heard now that we're talking about this is that... Um, that we all struggle. Mm-hmm. I think when I was a teenager, when I struggled, I thought that everyone else was fine. Mm-hmm. And I was the only, you know, it's like that normalcy thing where you think you're not normal. Right. And, you know, I think that's part of the reason that I went into the professions I did is I really wanted to learn more about other people. Do they deal with the same things I do? Do they have the same questions I do? Cause I've always been, uh, I question yes. things, you know? And what I learned through now just being the age I am and and the work I've done is we all struggle. We all are wondering if we're normal. We all have issues. We all have challenges. Mm -hmm. Um, We all have dark sides. We all have things that um, that we have to deal with. And I think as a teenager, you just think you're the only one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the word I want to use, but I think the advice I would like to hear is don't always go along with your friends. Like, be strong enough to um have a
1: mind of your own. have a
0: mind of your own what is the word i'm trying it starts with a c i can't i can't come up uh, with
1: it, but i don't know
0: whatever it's it's you don't always have to go along with what your friends do and it's okay to be different
1: well and you know that kind of lends to a parenting thing that you and i talk about is how when kids are really little mm-hmm. we say to them um you know, oh, go be with your friends, go do what they're doing, be in that class because your friend is in that class, be in baseball, your best friend's in baseball, and we tell them to be like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And then when we they become teenagers, we expect them to be their own people, mm-hmm. yet we haven't supported that kind of growth. And so for those of you who have young children, keep those things in mind that you are setting the stage for what they're going to think about when they're teenagers. Do you give them the freedom to uh, think for themselves and to make their own choices within reason, of course? Um, or do you say no you should go be like everybody else? Right. Because if you think that then when they're doing that in their teenage years it shouldn't be that much of a surprise.
0: Right, exactly.
1: So um Okay, okay. so
0: that was your that question was mine. to me. So, so now you, I gotta you come, come up you with come a back. question to you. Um
1: question number If you could three.
0: witness any event in history mm. what would it be? Gosh. And don't think about having the right answer. Just
1: I'm not. I'm not. I'm thinking. The first thing that came into my mind was the space. Uh, the uh, when the man walked on the moon. Okay. When the man walked on the moon, I always uh, I love movies or TV shows like the Wonder Years from that time, mm-hmm. where they show people sitting in front of the TV and experiencing that, mm-hmm. because I think that opened our awareness to that there's so much more out there. Right. Um, that I think we kind of thought of ourselves in a bubble and that we, you know, there, yeah, we knew there were stars and Mm -hmm. such, but we kind of treated it as outside of ourselves. And to see someone walk on the moon expanded people's awareness. Um, I think some people focused on how it made us in the world. It made us a superpower, you know. But I think that would have been pretty amazing. Well,
0: it's just the craziest thing. You know, we take it for granted, but throughout history of human beings, up until 1969, nobody's ever walked on this piece of matter in the entire history. Ever. And then all of a sudden you happen to be at a point in history where you can see on TV On TV, which
1: is again another amazing thing. Which is pretty crazy. And that's, I have this image, um, I think again it was from a Wonder Years episode and they've done this on many movies and TV shows, but where they're sitting there and everyone's just dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. Like you're sitting in front of this amazing box that shows you images and then you're seeing people on the moon.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's conspiracy theorists who say that that never happened.
1: Oh, yeah. There's conspiracy theorists about everything. You're right. Nothing's ever happened, yeah. you know. Um basically we're just all yeah, in, you know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Everybody likes to be controversial, but yes. um, but anyway, so that would probably be mine. That's that's, a good that's one. what came into my head first.
0: All right, well it's your turn to come up with a okay. question. We
1: we we have a few more minutes to do one, right? Yeah,
0: we got um, okay. about six more minutes. Okay.
1: Um, ooh. Okay. Say something smart because I'm looking through my pages. I
0: am a. Tell me an, something about you. I am an amazing chess player.
1: Okay, you are. No. Okay. I'm. St- I still haven't found that's it.
0: That's actually not truthful. Compared to JC, I am.
1: Yeah. Well, but she's not, young. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Good job filling that space. Thank you. If <laughs> If you just learned that you had exactly 1 year to live, what would you do with your remaining time?
0: Um, the the boring answer is to spend as much time with my family as I could. Um, so I'll start with that okay. answer. And then if I'm going to think out of the box a little bit, it would probably be to travel the world, go to Australia, go to Europe, see what other, you know, expand my
1: awareness awareness
0: of what's out there because I live in a vacuum of a suburb suburb of Chicago and, um, you know, there's not a whole lot of different things that I see on a daily basis. Yeah, Whereas if I go right. to China or Australia or Europe, um, that'd be fun, but I'd... It sounds like a lot of work, too.
1: Well, but if you had one year to live, would it be a lot of work? Because it would be...
0: Yeah, I guess you kind of gear up for it.
1: Right, because I'm not saying you're ill <clears> or <throat> that, you know, it's just kind of like if someone came down and said, you have one year, you're in completely good health, <laughs> you know, and so you wouldn't worry about all those worries about money would <laughs> go away. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just... And and really, if we're going to get deep, all of that's true. Like, not that we have one year to live, but really, we're it's just here now.
0: yeah. Worry pretends to be necessary. It sure does. Even though I worry on a daily basis about
1: money, money and
0: finances, that's right. my that's my glitch.
1: Well, maybe that's your personality trait. That there you go. You money. Let's
0: go back to that one. Yeah. Well, what did I say before? My numbness. You said your numbness. My m- money numbness.
1: So your yeah. mo- your money issues are off the numbness scale because you do worry in extremes about that. You say yeah. you don't get too high and too low. And there's but... times
0: when I should be concerned about paying the bills and there's other times where I should not be concerned at all because we happen to be in a position where we have a cushion, yet I still worry about right. it. Right.
1: You it's just an issue for you, period. So yeah. that makes me that shows me it's not really real at all.
0: The moral of the story is you gotta buy as many of Kathy's books as possible. <laughs> so and then Todd will worry, calm down. Yes. I need I, I reach out into our audience right now, help a guy out, help a guy out and buy a few books. Buy twenty or, or buy zenparentingradio.com visor for only $10 they're beautiful they are beautiful and we'll take
1: a picture of Todd wearing one and put it on our Facebook page That's
0: not a bad idea I know well That'll... I'm smart yes you are
1: um, so yeah 10 bucks a... they're on my website cattycassinyatoms.com
0: so what's next
1: do you want to ask me one more question and then we'll move into the last portion one
0: more question if you could have one specific power over people what would it be See, my first thing would be to be able to see. Um...
1: You're you're answering my question. Oh, sorry,
0: I was just trying to. Fill... You're too
1: excited. It would be that people would know themselves and take responsibility for Ooh. who they are, mm. because that is the problem. To me, the biggest problem in the world is people blame things on everyone else and fight battles that aren't theirs, and they they do that because they don't want to deal with their own life and their own pain and their own joy. And so they, if people would know themselves. It wouldn't be about their kids. It wouldn't be about the country. It wouldn't, it would, if we could all start there and it wouldn't be about money.
0: That's a great answer. Thank you. Almost as good as my answer. Which is? X-ray vision so you could see ladies naked. (laughs) But just ladies, like I'd be able to turn it off because I wouldn't want to see guys naked. I would want to see ladies naked.
1: It'd have a men barrier. So my
0: answer, X-ray vision, naked ladies, your vision, a better world. Through self-awareness. Through self-awareness. Yes. Pretty much the same answer.
1: Pretty much. It's on the same vein.
0: Um, okay, we, we are going to talk about your my next book release event. party. That's right.
1: Um, the next event. This is kind of like a big event. My uh, my second book came out a while ago, as you know, people who listen. Um, the self-aware parent, too, but. We are having a book release party in Elmhurst, and Todd and I will both be there, and I'll be signing books, and Todd and I will be cell (laughs) advisors and chatting with people, and we'd love to meet you if you want to come out and see us. It's at Essential Skin and Beauty, which is in Elmhurst um, on York Road, and the actual address is 112 South York Road, and Essential Skin and Beauty is this awesome spa um, you know they do facials, they do uh, massages, and they 're going to be offering um, really cheap massages it 's like ten dollars for ten minutes or something like that and they 're going to be offering that during this open house and then also this woman named uh, Jen Wiley who 's this wonderful chef she 's going to be she 's going to cook up some stuff and have it there um, so people can buy some food while they 're there and so it's it 's an open house for me but it, and for the book and for Todd and for Zen parenting, but also for Essential skin and beauty and for Chef Jen.
0: Well and not only that, I just thought of a good idea like if um, if if that might be a little more dedicated towards the females of the group, but there's a bunch of taverns right next door. Right to next it door. So the guys can go have a beer and throw some darts or something like that. And
1: that's the well let me say when it is first. It's August nineteenth, so it's in less than a month. And that's a Friday. It's the day. It's the second day of school in in Elmhurst, and it's from five to eight. And like Todd said, it's right in the heart of uh, Main Street, Elmhurst. And so there's bars r- literally right next door. There's great restaurants across the street. So it's just an open house. You don't have to come and stay. It's not like a crazy party. You just come in and say, hello, buy a book, give us a hug. Yeah, stop
0: in for five minutes or whatever. Five or
1: 10 or 15, whatever. Tell your friends. Tell your friends and just come and say hello um, because we don't do these things very often. No, we've never.
0: This is the first time we've ever done anything like this.
1: Yeah, so come out and... Again, I'll post it on our Facebook page, on our blog, but that's what I want you to know. Friday,
0: August 19th from 5 to 8.
1: Yes, and why don't you just go ahead and do your movie line?
0: My movie line is, it's not show friends, it's show business. (laughs) If you know what that's from, uh, post it on our Facebook page and you might get a a free book. Great. So this is Todd Adams. And this is
1: Kathy Adams.
0: Have a good week and we'll see you next week.